Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run radio since 1971. I'm your host, Jack Hart, joined alongside my co-armant, Davis Carroll. We'd like to welcome in our listeners and viewers from across the Auburn and Opelika Megaplex and around the world, however you may be tuning in today. Whether that be on your terrestrial radio antenna through the information superhighway on WEGLFM.com or by listening after the fact by our podcast available wherever podcasts are heard. We are happy to have you in the booth with us for Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. And now, as always, we are broadcasting live from the Bradley Basin WEGL studios here in the Harold Mountain Student Center on the campus of Auburn University, where right now it is 34 degrees and sunny outside this fine Monday morning. Welcome once again to Compact Discourse, Auburn's favorite morning show. We wish you a most sincere good morning on this Valentine's Day this Monday morning as we will get on with the show. Davis, how are you doing today? I'm feeling pretty good, and happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, indeed. Lots to be excited about this. It's a fresh start to the week, so go ahead and shake off all the cobwebs and get after it this fine Monday morning. At this point, I would like to remind our audience that if at any point in the next hour you feel so inclined to ask us a question, drop a hot take, or in the highly unlikely event that we get something wrong, you can do so. You can call in uh, and correct us at 334-844-9345. That's 334-844-WEGL. You can also send us a tweet at CDISCAU. That's at C-D-I-S-C-A-U. And we will handle your inquiry. I got the tweet deck right in front of me right here. So we'd love to uh, see it light up once again this morning with some discussions from our loving fans on this day of love, Valentine's Day. But with that, we will jump right into the show. Okay, I think it's uh, hard to avoid what occurred last night, and that was once again the NFL championship game, or you probably know it as the Super Bowl. The Los Angeles Rams are world champions once again for the first time in 23 years. They are back, so I think it's uh, high time we talked about it. Um, obviously, it was it was pushed to a... Year, uh, a week later this year due to the uh, NFL adding a extra week to the season. So it's a little weird to be talking about the Super Bowl this deep into February. We're already halfway through February. So the, uh, the offseason shrinks once again. El Super Bowl. I thought it was a pretty good game overall. Yeah, I, th- I, think, um, I think a very telling aspect of it being a good game was the lack of penalties. I mean, it was, re- it was a pretty just textbook football game I would I mean people will detractors may say that there wasn't enough scoring but I think a, a a 20 to 23 game is just as entertaining as a 40 to 45 game Matt Stafford if it's played in a, in the fashion it was last night yeah there was only that one red zone mm-hmm. time where there was like five penalties four or five that really slowed it down mm-hmm. I'm you could say most of those penalties were justified but I feel like a few of them were pretty pretty nitpicky if I do say so myself but Matt Stafford vintage Matt Stafford took him down the field in the last two minutes got the TD I really thought Joe, Joe Burrow almost pulled it off when he was getting like tackled and like chucked it mm-hmm. so my it, it was in his hands there was almost a chance for Zach McPherson to hit the bullet to send it to overtime that would have been electric I think that's what the fans wanted but all for not as the Los Angeles Rams 
captured their first championship since uh, in the 21st century. Cincinnati Bengals are still chasing that dragon, but they are back to the Super Bowl for the first time since 1988. And it looks like they'll be back again as it showed uh, as Joe Burrow looked to looked to be clutch even under the pressure of the Super Bowl, his first Super Bowl in his second year uh, as an NFL starter. Uh, all right, Matt Stafford went 26 of 40 for 283 and three touchdowns, and he threw two interceptions, one off the hands of his receiver and one that was just basically an arm punt into the end zone. So basically no interceptions. I guess. Put an I mean, asterisk by him. Uh, I, the arm punt, I don't know what was up with that one. It, it, I don't even know if that was third down. It was just not a good, not a good read by my message. <laughs> it wasn't even a 50-50 ball, I don't think. He threw it too far inside, so Jesse Bates had a good play on it. Jesse Bates the third. Joe Burrow went 22 of 33, so more efficient passing. Uh, he went to, for 263. Just one tutty, though. Uh, he let Joe Mixon do the rest. Joe Mixon went 15 carries for 72 yards and a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. Very impressive. I believe T. Higgins caught that one. Uh, that sounds right. I don't really remember. Yeah. Does this mean the Drake curse is broken? Uh, mm. we have to wait and see. It's gonna take more. That one has a lot of, a lot stacked up on the other side of the of the seesaw. It's very true. Uh, so Cooper Cup wins MVP of the Super Bowl. He uh, catches eight passes for ninety two yards and two touchdowns. Man, looking at the win probability after after that swing right after halftime where uh, there was. The long Joe Burrow touchdown pass to Jamar mm-hmm. Chase was it Jamar Chase that uh yeah got his face mask grabbed? Mm, that was T Higgins, I think. That was T. Higgins. Yeah, it was. Uh, so after the long touchdown pass where T Higgins did get his uh did did grab Jalen Jalen Ramsey's face mask, um and gave up a big huge play to open up the third quarter and then immediately on offense the Rams. Uh, have that deflected interception that get that gets cashed in for a uh, Cincinnati field goal. The Rams went from up six to uh, down four, pretty much in the blink of an eye. And at that point, the Rams went from having a sixty-five percent chance to win to a to the Bengals having a sixty-seven percent chance to win. So if you look at the win probability, it basically inverts at a uh, at halftime. Hmm. And then, what is this? What is this anomaly right here? I'm trying to. Oh. oh. There's a jump. There's a spike. There's an enormous. Right before the end of the game, the Bengals had an insanely good chance to win, but I can't. We got to. I can't quite. We got to We gotta have an audit on this. Can I zoom in on this? Uh-huh. This is insanity. This is. I. Either ESPN is broken or. I, really, I assume this was when it was like third down in the red zone, maybe. I don't know. It could have been. But, yeah. This was, yeah. Stop so, the count. Stop se- the count. This was, yeah, second and goal at Cincinnati 8. So that's when uh, the Bengals had the best chance to win. But the uh, the Rams did get that score there late, and that was it. That was all she wrote for the, uh, for the Bengals because they could not convert that fourth down heading the other way back down the field to send this thing to overtime or potentially win it. You never know with Joe Burrow. He was That's true. He shot a couple um cannons down the field, including that big pass at Jamar Chase in the fourth quarter. Maybe the most impressive catch of the game. 
I, I was really I thought Joe Burrow was gonna do it in that last drive, but his his offensive line couldn't couldn't hold Aaron Donald at bay for one drive. Aaron Donald was probably like a man possessed so he could get that Super Bowl ring and potentially retire. We haven't heard yet. No, not yet, but he was pretty adamant about getting that ring. That was his celebration of choice as he uh came off the field yesterday. Awesome. All right. Cooper Cup delivers when it matters the most. OBJ goes down with an injury, so he did get his ring though, so it all works out in the end. I guess I guess that's He fine. also got his tutty. He did get his touchdown, so Drake got his Bitcoin or whatever. Heck yeah. There was a lot of crypto commercials last night. There really were. They were really trying to push it on us. It was like the the big themes of the night were crypto, electric cars, and hard seltzers. How many cri- how many hard uh, how is many cars future of America? It seems like it. How many electric car commercials were there? I remember one. Which one? Where Chris was complaining about how ugly it is. That wasn't wasn't even in the Super Bowl. Well, then I don't know. There were a lot. There was the the Silverado one. There was the 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 Doctor Evil parody. Okay, I remember that one. That a lot of them threw up smoke screens, so you didn't realize it was talking about electric. Well, cars. I've worked on me. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't even remember. It. I I feel like the commercials were pretty weak this year. Yeah, I, I like the Larry David one that turned out to be hiding it being a crypto commercial. But I thought it was funny him act him being Larry David and all those different historical places. He's a contrarian. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's it's a good concept. Although that that line of thinking is pretty dangerous, I think. That being what? Uh, new things are bad. Oh, is that what he was saying? Yeah, it was like the light bulb. Oh, I was just like, you just it's like, just Larry David being like, funny. You just like the funny funny pictures, don't you? <laughs> I wasn't paying that much attention. I didn't. I didn't put too much stock in the. I wasn't like yeah, taking the, notes on the commercial. The crux of that commercial was that every time something big was invented, Larry David was there, kind of poo pooing. Okay, it. yeah. So he was at the signing of the Declaration I, mean, I remember of Independence, that. and he was at the invention of the light bulb. He was at the. Oh, so he's acting like people that don't like crypto. Mm-hmm. That's lame. And he was at the Sony headquarters when they were inventing the Walkman. Hmm. And he's speaking Japanese. I remember that one. That was yeah. funny. Yeah, you're getting it. Okay, it, it it was it was all in my brain. I just didn't put it together. Weird. Yep, the Budweiser horse made an appearance. He did. It looked really weird. <laughs> did they deep fake the horse. I guess. Who knows nowadays? Electric horse. There's the robot puppy. I remember that one because I saw it on TikTok later that night. Yeah. Big, huge. All right. When we take a break. We're going to come back. I guess we have to talk about these commercials a little bit because uh, some people didn't didn't pay enough attention to them. <laughs> when we return, uh, Super Bowl commercial chat. So if you had a favorite commercial from the big game last night, you can tweet at us at CDiscAU. If you had a favorite uh, cryptocurrency or electric vehicle, that, that's your only options to choose from, it seems like. With that, we'll be right back to... Compact Discourse right here on WBGL 91.1 FM. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in about two minutes with the remainder of the show. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on 
WEGL 91.1 FM and WeagleFM.com. I'm your host, Jack Hart. Join alongside Davis Carroll coming at you live on a Monday morning post-Super Bowl, an unofficial national holiday. So if you are um, skipping work or school, we understand it is the Monday after the Super Bowl. But we are here to discuss the goings-on of the game and the commercials, of course. Um, man, going through this list, I just, uh, I just, uh, man. It was pretty weak overall. I mean, like, the, isn't the point of the commercials that you're supposed to remember them? There was the Lindsay Lohan one, I remember, because I, I was, it had Danny Trejo, I remember, I was like, oh, there's Danny Trejo, why does he have an ankle bracelet on? All right, we can go through this list. Let's, All uh, right. Let's do it. Polestar. I think that one. Yeah, yeah. That was the electric one that I was. Electric car. Um, it was like, that one was like an attack ad. I, felt I like, raised, I felt yeah. Like running for office. We're not going to the moon. We're making cars. We can't leave the cave. We have to solve the cave problems. What was that one in? The fallacy of the cave. Uh, I w- we'll, we'll get to it. Okay. Um, so Polestar is this new affordable car company. I remember which one it was. Yeah, it was like that white car. Yeah, because I, I was like, I raised concerns about how about its quality if it's a startup car company. And then we thought it was Polaris. Yes. Uh, we're not advertising experts, as you can as you can clearly tell. Uh, Q Health was that weird. Yeah, the, uh, the robot that scans your COVID thing. I think the uh, the 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 premise of that one was pretty funny. That it was like another smart device in your home. They're all talking to it, each it was other. Like, it was like the new kid. Yeah. I mean, that's cute. Yeah. But I don't know. You want this? You want this for your birthday? I, I don't want a COVID test in my house, but I don't know if it'd get along. With like, Thirty years, your kid's gonna find that in the attic and be like, "What is this?" A relic from a lost time. Um, I don't know how that would get along with my four Chromecasts. They it's might, fair. they might bully it. Um, all right, this is for you, uh, Doctor Strange. That was yeah, that one was really memorable. I was just looking at something about Doctor Strange a second ago. Apparently. Well, not apparently. It looks like it has is going to have Professor X and Superior Iron Man. Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange, the new MCO film, brings back Elizabeth Olsen yep. as Wanda Maximoff, Benedict yep. Wong as Wong, Rachel McAdams as Christine Palmer, yeah. and, oh. You hear a voice. Uh, that of Patrick uh, Stewart, who plays Charles Xavier in the Fox universe. Who is, uh, who is America Chavez? She is a character that can like bend reality. I'm not really f- too familiar with America Chavez, but she's a new character that they're bringing in. Who's, she's pretty cool. Who's Carl Mordo? Uh, that is a uh, Doctor Strange villain from the first one. Okay. I do believe that is okay. Chiwetel Ejiofor, Chiwetel 4's character, if I'm mm. correct. I don't know. Scrimblo, Scrimblo Bimblo. The Scrimblo male, yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. We're a big Chiwetel fan. <clears throat> Willie Nelson. I liked that one when he was talking about the the, the Skechers. That was kind of funny. Yeah, legalized Skechers. Oh, they're not? They're already legal? What did he say? He's like, he said, pass the Skechers. Yes, pass the- <laughs> that one, that's a good, I mean, yeah. That's get, funny. Get in, get out. Don't waste anybody's time. Pass the Skechers. That's right. Skechers, uh, it's the ninth time that Skechers has advertised during the Super Bowl since 2010. Oh, my goodness. They must be really raking in the dough. But- but are they? They might be blowing all their advertising money on. I mean, I see a lot of people wearing Skechers, I feel like. Maybe not as much as I'm thinking right now, but, like, people wear Skechers. Skechers used to advertise a lot on... Disney Channel? On, like, yeah, on, like, Nickelodeon. They had those, like, those high tops and, yeah. and 
Twinkle Toes. Uh, Twinkle Toes was Skechers? I'm pretty sure all that stuff was. I think they had some kind of exclusive advertising with Skechers. Hmm. It was all Skechers. Back Maybe that's there. why I have such a positive view of Skechers in my mind, even though I never wear, I would never wear them. All right. Netflix said, for the love of God, please, oh, Lord. please stay yeah, subscribed to our service. Uh, Coinbase and their bouncing QR code. I scanned it. Man, I, I scanned it just because Chris yelled at me to scan it. I thought we were over this joke a while ago, but the uh, the bouncing DVD logo returns. Yeah, it hit the corner, and Chris Chris quite liked it. Man, yeah, target audience, <laughs> average American consumer. Um, so apparently, it crashed the website because Americans are very susceptible to getting hacked. They need to start. Uh, people should start doing the the African princes again. They might be able to. They might oh, be able yeah. to get people. A, new, a fresh crop has been grown to, for that. Um, e Trade brought back the talking baby. I didn't. I had never seen that before. So it was like a. Yeah, it was like watching an MCU movie. Twenty movies in. That's for the old people. I had no idea. I was like, what? <laughs> the, I thought it was Boss Baby, live action Boss Baby. So yeah, it's a celebration that Morgan Stanley has. Partner with E Trade. I don't know. Awesome. Boring, boring money stuff. Conglomerates. DraftKings. Uh, life's a gamble. NFL legend Joe Namath makes an appearance for this action packed ad. I must have been in the bathroom for that one. <laughs> I don't remember that. Budweiser returns with the horse. Yeah, yeah, it was boring. Yeah. It was like the guy, the, six... the horse broke its leg, and I made a joke about why didn't they. Eh, mm-hmm. forget it. Uh, one of the six. Anheuser-Busch ads that were played. There were six? Well, yeah, because Michelob Ultra's Anheuser-Busch, the, the Flavortown one. Okay. Yeah. I like the Flavortown one. That one was good. Um, Got a good joke out of that one. Kevin Hart at Sam's Club. Did you catch that one? Yeah, and he was talking about how you can scan things, but I, I raised a concern about couldn't you just put everything in your cart and leave and act like you scanned them all? Okay. Uh, I'd have to see the logistics of how you're – how they how they make sure you checked out. QuickBooks wheels out DJ Khaled to announce that they're partnering with Mailchimp. I kind of remember that one. I remember it was uh all we do is win. Oh yeah yeah, and then Mailchimp showed up. Mm-hmm. Way uh, weird. Pete Davidson was hanging out with Jared Mayo. Yeah, and he got tackled. We made a joke about Kanye. Okay, yeah. Well, that, I mean, yeah, pretty good, pretty good get for Hellman's. Kanye was in the McDonald's commercial. That was, was memorable. Yeah. Can I get a another joke? I thought was it was over, but <laughs> was Kanye so. was pulled out by the Kid Cudi called him a dinosaur just the other day. So uh, Doja Cat breaks out of clown school in the Taco Bell ad. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't remember that being a Taco Bell. Ad. I just remember seeing Doja Cat <laughs> at clown school. Uh, Eugene Levy grows his hair out. Oh yeah, that's the one we saw like five times before that. Uh, Idris Elba for Booking dot com. Booking dot yeah 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 I remember that one because you went to Booking dot yeah I want to see if it go to Booking dot com. Um, Irish Spring does that Midsummer. Oh yeah, that one. Okay, parody. that one I did like that one because we were watching it and I was like, it's like Midsummer, and then they were like they were walking around the Irish Spring thing. I was like, okay, this is this is Midsummer. All right, so yeah, they rebranded new new branding <gasps> includes a new logo and new packaging. Really, I'm yeah. an Irish Spring user. Are you, are you a soap head? I'm a I'm a Irish Spring head. user. What do you call yourself? Fans of Irish Spring. Irish. I guess you're part of the part of the cult now. I guess I am. I might I might uh, have to jump ship to Old Spice. Have uh, you seen the Old Spice is giving people like chemical burns? Their deodorant. I guess no. I, no. Like people that are using Old Spice like gel deodorant because it's giving them like chemical burns after a little bit. Mm. 
Oh, it is chemicals. Well, yeah, to be fair. Um, Colin Jost. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is another one that I apparently missed the point of. If Alexa reads your mind. Because I was like, I don't want Alexa to read my mind. You're like, that's the point. That was the point. <laughs> uh, T-Mobile Scrubs. Okay, that one was, as a Scrubs fan, that one was insane. Because I didn't know Zach Braff was still doing things in Hollywood. He just showed up. And then the guy that played Tucker, I think his name's Donald something. Donald Faison. Look at that. There you go. I'm so good. Man, this was like this was the closest we got to a Brendan Fraser cameo, and it never so happened. So close. Yeah. This was. I mean, if all the commercials, this was the one it was going to happen. What if they did a Mummy one? Oh. He would have had to have been there. Yeah. Um, man, that one. It's just like listing all. The, there's the robot puppy. I see. Yeah, that. Kia Return. There's another electric. That was an electric car. Went what? Up, went right over your head. Yeah. He used this car to recharge the puppy. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Because the puppy, he he died mm-hmm. of battery. Uh, Mike Myers is Doctor Evil for yeah. General Motors and their electric vehicle ad. Bud Light Seltzer introduces. Uh, we have to the mayor of Flavor Town. Nineteen eighty four. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. I I just feel like if you're advertising a for the the Doctor Evil one, you got to make a little more known because I didn't I didn't I don't remember their car coming out. They went downstairs and there was a car. I don't remember that. I just remember we were talking about. You were like, "Are these people in Mike? Are these people in Austin Powers?" That's all I remember. The Pringles one, I feel like, was like the only normal commercial. I remember that is one. That, is that off base and saying that it felt like it was the only one that wasn't just like relying on star power? It was like yeah. a, a kind of a good joke. Was there a Doritos one? Doritos usually in there. I don't Dorito- think there was. Pepsi spent all their money on the halftime show. I guess. <sighs> uh, Lay's potato chips. I, that was a fun commercial. Remind Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd of their good times together, with the weird chip bag. So that that was the pep, that was the Doritos commercial, basically. Oh, weird. Uh, Planet Fitness. That's the Lindsay Lohan one. Yeah, we had Danny Trejo. Yeah, and there were so many commercials. Yeah, it was a, like a four-hour game. All right, we're gonna have to take a break. When we return, more commercials, I guess. Also, uh, over the weekend, Auburn beat Texas A&M for the first time ever inside Auburn Arena. Woo-hoo. So, as soon as we finish talking about Super Bowl commercials, we will get to that as Auburn runs A&M out of the building for the Outlive Cancer game. When we return, we will discuss the remainder of the Super Bowl commercials and Auburn versus A&M. If you would like to share your story about either one of those, tweet us at us. See this KU. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Jack Hart, joined alongside David Carroll, coming at you live Hola. on a Monday morning. It is February 14th. It is Valentine's Day, and here is your weather for Auburn, Alabama. It is 38 degrees and sunny right now on the plains. Uh, it's going to be warm again. Eh, not, not much, I mean, the weather's been very boring over the past Four days. It's been nice. It's just been very boring. You want a tornado to come through or something? I'm just. I mean, I don't. As I say, it's been boring. <laughs> um, I think. I think it's good for weather to be boring. No news is good news. Um, that's like, oh, the space disasters have been boring recently. Well, no that's meteors not true. are falling down. Watch, watch. Rocket spins out of control after launch. Right here. What? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Hate, hate to that's burst not your true. bubble. No, we, we can watch it right now. Pull it up. I'll open that link in a new tab while I do five day. Um, coming up in the next five days, we do have some interesting weather. We got uh, today; it's going to be 60 degrees is your high. 
Tomorrow, it's going to warm up again. Another nice day here on the plains, sunny and 65. Wednesday, it's going to get even warmer, sunny and 72, partly cloudy. But then Thursday, we've got thunderstorms rolling in, 73 and 94% chance of thunderstorms. Friday will be uh, 23% chance of rain and a 60 degrees high. Um, let's see. We have to watch an ad before this space disaster. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, real, real, so, real good audio medium. So uh, before we jump into this, is this a Super Bowl ad that we saw last night? We just don't remember, or I don't, I don't remember. think this PNC ad. Yeah. So look at this rocket. Whose rocket is it? Astra. Is that a? Do they make a? Is there another company? No, it, I think it's NASA. <gasps> it has the NASA watermark on it. Well, isn't NASA like sponsoring half of them? I don't presume to know. Okay. NASA Space Flight slash Astra Space Inc. So I guess it's a joint venture. Yeah, I think the, I think NASA was I thought NASA was helping out all the the Blue Origin. Oh, there it goes. Oh wow. Yep, that's a that is that's a, a space disaster. All right. Well, yeah. nobody was on it, right? I uh, don't. It looked too small. So yeah, Davis, you spoke that into existence. Gosh. Um. All right. Another commercial. Google Pixel Six or Google Pixel Six. If you are on my YouTube on any given day, you will get that ad for the. <laughs> That's the same with me. I get a lot of Spanish ads. It knows I listen to Spanish music. I don't, so I guess they're just casting, it must, it must know casting I know a you. really wide net. Um, so there was the the real the real uh, what is it called? Real tone, real tone, an algorithm that highlights the nuances of diverse skin tones. Very cool. Yeah. Big news for photography. I do remember that one. That was a pretty memorable one. Jim Carrey is the, the cable guy. Yeah, again. a movie that only like three people saw. I don't. Maybe know. more than three people, but still. Uh, Toyota Tundra was the one with Rashida Jones, Tommy Lee Jones. And oh, yeah, yeah, Jones. The, the Jones and, crew. And then Nick Jonas tried to keep up with the Joneses. Keep up. What, what does that phrase mean? Just like you're keeping up with somebody? Yeah, it means like if if, if your neighbors get a new TV, you got to get a new TV. Okay. It's, it's kind of a pessimistic outlook on consumerism, but it's also a... It makes sense. It's a, it's a nice turn of phrase. I wouldn't get a new TV if I never got a new one. Well, you're not keeping up with the Joneses. Good. Uh, and then on the poster for the Last Crusade, mm-hmm. it says, "Spend your summer keeping up with the Joneses." Okay, that's fun. Yeah, how about that? Boom. Uh, yeah, software startup ClickUp makes a declaration with its airtime. I don't remember that one. I think that was the Larry David one. I thought that was the. Wait, wait, wait! I thought Larry David was like. There's another Founding Fathers commercial. Yeah, because Larry David was like a big, like a like crypto.com or something. It takes boldness to assume your product saved the country effectively, but that was kind of the bold statement we wanted to make, mm. says the guy who works for this company. How many, how, how are all these startups getting these Super Bowl commercials? They must not be very, they're like industry plans. Angel investors. Uh, ClickUp was valued at $4 billion oh my goodness. in October, so maybe... Startup isn't indicative of their of their work. It's gonna be capital. like Blade Runner in a few <laughs> years. Okay, uh, so another. I wonder if they saw the which whoever aired first saw the saw the other Declaration of Independence scene and and thought they got snatched. <laughs> um, eh, boring. The, the five the, the Dolly five, Parton one. The five G phones. I was I was out on these. Yeah, do it for the phone. Cryptocurrency exchange takes aim at skeptics. Yes, Larry Day was doing FTX. He was making fun of me. 
He was. He was a time-traveling skeptic. He disparages everything from the wheel to space travel to cryptocurrency. It was a pretty funny commercial. Just him just him being the contrarian. Uber Eats confuses celebrities and regular consumers alike by delivering products that can't be eaten like diapers and aluminum foil. I didn't see that one. Celebrities included Gwyneth Paltrow, Jennifer Coolidge, Trevor Noah, and Nicholas Braun. Yeah, I was definitely predisposed I feel like in the bathroom or something. I don't know what. These, <laughs> these marketing companies are getting so lazy. Get a celebrity, do something, everybody's going to remember it. That's all they're doing. I was saying last night that you just be in like one decently sized picture TV show and then you're set for life. You can just do commercials with mm-hmm. these big companies like was, Rashida Jones. Yeah, that was, yeah, Sudeikis. Yeah, Sudeikis was in one. Uh, Anna Kendrick helped Barbie buy her dream house with that a rocket mortgage. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that one. <laughs> just celebrity does X with Y. And all right, this was a good one, I thought. The Michelob Ultra one. What happened in it? That was the one at the bowling alley. Where had Jimmy Butler? It just had it just had some star power. I was I said Chris Paul should have been in it, but it's okay. Uh, Brooks Kepka was the was the golfer there mm-hmm. at the fictional bowling alley. Yeah. Um, it also had Peyton Manning and some other. Was it Alex Morgan that we decided who? It was? I believe it was. And Alex then Serena Morgan. Williams walked in. It was, and we thought it was going to be uh, Chris Paul. I thought it was Chris Paul. I was so excited. <laughs> Turkish Airlines. They, uh, they moved the tectonic plates. They, they terraformed with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Gillette's back. I don't even remember what they did. Uh, I don't know that one. I didn't get that channel. Caesar and Cleopatra went to the Manning's yeah, house. Yeah, it was J.B. Smooth. Went for dinner, so I guess that was pretty funny. Yeah, and then you said Arch was going to walk in and say he's going to Auburn. That's right. He's After after Calzada, of course. <laughs> uh, WeatherTech, that one with the... The guys in the suits. It was like the it was like the Arthur Claus movie or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Overall, this is one of the weakest years for commercials. Oh, but we're not done yet. Oh my goodness. Uh, boring. The Sopranos reboot was yeah. That was an electric car commercial. I didn't care about. I I never watched The Sopranos, so I just knew it was. Uh, the other part of the Michelob Ultra ad was a Big Lebowski. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Mm-hmm. He was there. Payne Manning, Serena Williams, Jimmy Butler, Brooks Kepka, Alex Morgan. Very cool. Cool. One of Budweiser's six advertisements. Um, Facebook, old friends, new fun. I don't know that one. I don't know what I was doing for these. Cheetos and Doritos, flaming hot flavor, give animals the ability to talk. So there was a Doritos one. Yeah, it had a sloth. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Evidently. The oversharing mom raves about Carvana. I didn't see that one either. There was a lot of Law & Order commercials. A lot of these are making me question whether or not I even watch the game. That's what I'm saying. Um, the avocado one with Andy Richter, I guess, was pretty funny. The one with all the Romans tailgating. Avocados from Mexico. I thought it was funny how they were wearing jerseys with Roman numerals on yeah, them. Those are... Good visual gag. I bet that's. I bet that was the, the colonel that started the... The whole idea for the commercial. Oh, the Roman numerals? Yeah. I, I can mean, see that. It's a good visual gag. Uh, Zeus hangs out. In yeah, a, I, did, I didn't like that one. electric BMW. I was like, can Zeus teleport? Why does he need a, why does he need a car? <laughs> Bud Light Next incorporates NFTs and the metaverse. What? <laughs> I remember seeing the end of this one because I saw the Bud Light Next at the store the other day and I thought it looked like medicine. <laughs> uh, Moon Knight. Yeah. Is that? It looked cool. Okay. 
It's Moon Knight. Ted Lasso actress Hannah Waddingham stars in Rakuten's first ever Super Bowl spot. That was the one with the gambling, and then the Roombas came out. Yeah. Sudeikis was in one, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in the one where he walked through the closet for something. Yeah, I feel I like remember. that was like... That's all I remember. Zillow or something. Uh, Jurassic World. Uh, that was at the very beginning, the Jurassic Park reboot. Yeah, 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 but it's... I don't know. I didn't... Uh, yeah, no comment. Overall, week. two thumbs down for me. I feel like the internet ruined Super Bowl commercials. Because mm. now you can just watch them. Yeah. Usually before the game even happens. That's true. So. But wouldn't it the counterpoint? Oh. Wouldn't it with the internet, they'd want to make them better commercials so they can go more viral? Well, they're making them a different kind of viral. Yeah. If that makes sense. They wanted to, like, make one that, like, newspapers would like. Mm. That's true. Now they have to make ones that people are going to tweet about. Mm. Like, oh, look, all my favorite celebrities are in this commercial. Look, it's Baby Peanut. Oh, my God. All right. uh, This is like, uh, I don't know. Uh, The world's falling. Enough Super Bowl talk. Let's jump over to basketball. As Auburn defeats Texas A&M 75-58 on Saturday afternoon, the first time Auburn has ever beaten Texas A&M inside Auburn Arena, if you can believe that. So uh, Auburn gets the job done. This game was never really that close. Uh, they were leading 33-18 to at halftime and just outpaced A&M in the second half, scoring 42 to A&M's 40. So A&M scored double the amount of points they scored in the uh, second half and then some. So Auburn uh, does their thing. They, uh, they broke out. They start the uh, A and M flatlined from ten fifteen left in the first to five thirty six left in the first. They were held to nine points and just Auburn never let off the gas. So that was the situation in 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 Auburn Arena. It was a pretty easy win for Auburn. Walker Kessler was the story of the day, though he recorded his second ever triple double, and. The second ever triple double in, or the third ever triple double in Auburn program history. Do you know the only player in the SEC that has more triple doubles than Walker Kessler? Anthony Davis. No. Hmm. Shaquille O'Neal. Interesting. With six. Surprised Anthony Davis didn't. He went to Kentucky, so. He had a lot of blocks. Yeah. He had more blocks than like half the teams in the <laughs> in the league. That is true. So uh, Walker Kessler, I think he he held something. He he, he had. A and M going like one for twenty from the floor at one point. Like yes, they had they made like two threes the whole game. Twenty percent of A and M shots were blocked by Walker Kessler. Something crazy like that. It was a, a dominant performance for Kessler. He got twelve blocks. He gets a triple double, and uh, he's he's just rolling like in a in a in a year where you have the potential number one overall pick in your front court. You also probably have the defensive player of the year also in the front court. So, not uh, anything else you want to say about basketball? Because I found something crazy on Twitter. I think I think that just about does it. There's not a whole lot to say other than that Auburn will be playing up against 
Vanderbilt this Wednesday at 8 p.m. And also there is a ladies game tonight in their penultimate home game of the season as they will be taking mm. on the Florida Gators. So lots penultimate. of – We're back in Auburn Arena this week, so don't don't miss any of it. Remember remember last week we had a – remember last time we had a big week in Auburn Arena? We beat – like we won like six straight games in, in, in a row. So let's do that again. What, what color are you supposed to wear tonight? Pink. Oh, we're wearing pink tonight. Davis is wearing pink. He's showing me. I'm wearing pink. Wear pink for women's cancer awareness. And with that, Davis, what do you have from Twitter? Yesterday at 8.04 p.m., the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission tweeted out, do not eat soap. I don't know why, but the reason I brought this up to you is I was was just looking through the comments, as you do when you're on Twitter, and a Christy M., in reply to someone said, wasn't going to, but now you have me intrigued. She said, I did it by accident a few times when I had post-COVID anosmia, and even without sense of, sense of smell or taste, I would not recommend it. My question is, how do you accidentally drink soap? Um, if you're doing l- the dishes and there's some left in a cup. Hmm. That's the only reasonable way I could see it. If the soap container isn't adequately labeled and you think it's mustard one time when i was a kid i almost drank glue because i was just reaching for my like my cup or something when i was like doing a project and i grabbed the glue mm-hmm. i didn't actually it wasn't open so we're good yeah that's it i'm not really sure why they tweeted out don't eat soap unless there's a new trend going around of eating soap tide pods are back let's, let's return to that don't even era. look that tasty that's all i'm let's, saying let's, let's return to that era Goodness. All right, we're going to hit a break when we come back. Um, we, we might have a song for you. Who mm. knows? Plenty of surprises still to remain on Compact Discourse, so keep it right here on 91.1 and WeagleFM.com. I'm Jack Hart. Going alongside Davis Carroll, we were coming at you live on a Monday morning from the Harold Melton Student Center, broadcasting from high atop the Haley Center here in Auburn, Alabama. If you'd like to join the show, once again, we are at CDISCAU. That's at C-D-I-S-C-A-U on Twitter, so don't go anywhere. We'll be back with the final 15 minutes or so of the show in just a few minutes, so don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Jack Hart, joined alongside Davis Carroll, the Captain Ahab and Starbuck of Auburn, Alabama, if you will. Uh, We're also joined by Grayson Moyer, who has entered the booth unexpectedly on a Monday morning. Welcome to another Monday edition of the show on Valentine's Day of all days. Hope you're wearing pink to celebrate this most lovely of days on a Monday morning. It is nice outside. It's 38 degrees and sunny. We are broadcasting from high atop the Haley Center. He's this two. is Compact Discourse. Grayson's two. Grayson's two. Yes. He turned neither yeah. of our mics on there. Oh, there we there. go. See, yeah, there's like... Yeah. Okay. Now, right. now, I've, now I've successfully barged into the show on an early Monday morning. I had to finish my morning. intro on okay. now, now we're Now we're live. <laughs> Can't have people butting in and whispering things like we normally do. Jingo bingo. Jingo bingo. All right, uh, welcome to the show, Grayson. I know you you had the the great displeasure of watching the Super Bowl with us last night. Um, 
The big thing we haven't talked about yet. We've talked. We've talked to the game. We've talked to the commercials. We have not talked about the halftime show. Mm. I know it had some of everyone's favorite artists. So I'll let Davis. Would you like to take the lead on this one? For sure. <laughs> the the Super Bowl was in L.A. So the question was: there was a debate had before the Super Bowl, or between Jack and Chris, if the show was L.A. Legends plus Eminem. Or 90s legends plus Kendrick Lamar. I think we had our questions answered by the surprise appearance of 50 Cent. Oh, that was fit in neither of those buckets. (laughs) Dre put 50 Cent on, so it was a Dre tribute. Had they actually announced a theme before? It was a Dr. Dre tribute, and those all all those people Dr. Dre put on. Yeah, right. But did they just say that beforehand, and we just ignored it? I'm pretty sure it was well known. They had like the Dre Day. Did you see all the marketing for Dre Day? Mm, no. Well, well, clearly Dre was the ringleader of all this, considering you know they gave him the painted white mixing console to sit at. <laughs> That's what Dre does. I know, I know. Hey, I like Dr. Dre, but you know, I'm I like, t- I like his headphones. When Fifty Cent showed up, I gasped and sat up. That was <laughs> that was, that was cool. like the MCU. <laughs> Sp- it was like when Spider Man walked through the portal for me. It was like when Tori Belleci showed up in the new Jackass that, movie. That's true. We we all gasped <laughs> then. Everyone has their uh, their parallel. <laughs> but uh, you know, I I think the the halftime show went off really well. I really enjoyed it. You what, know what's what funny? You if you watch while like right before Fifty comes on, when like when uh, Dre and Snoop Dogg are doing their thing and they point down, you can see Fifty Cent walking in and like grab up and do like a pull up to get up to so he can like hang down you can like watch him do that i'm kind of impressed that he got up there that's not he's, an easy maneuver he's still ja- he was jacked back then and it shows he is still jacked now chris was kind of ragging on him he was calling him oh he was like oh my gosh fat 50 cent he is a up. little he is a little yeah. more rotund than he used to be i'll say that but he i'm sure he could he's still like whoop any of us in a fight cents now uh, that's not, a not that funny yeah 50 cents into dirty bulking i liked the set this piece for all my lifters out there uh, yeah that was a cool it was kind of like a there's train. a barber shop it was kind of like a trailer park. Yeah. I don't know what the... It, the... it, it kind of reminded me of, you know, in Flushed Away when he thinks he's falling back onto London, but he's actually just falling onto that street mural. No, I don't know that Bill part. Nye's in that movie. Okay, well... I'm sorry to no butt you during this bit, but like... Okay, it, it was just like a weird... This, the dance floor they were on was just like a weird... It was like they ripped Google Maps of like a neighborhood yeah. and added fairy lights to it, which I it looked really hard to dance on because the, the tarp was moving around. Are you talking about... Oh, yeah, you're talking about... I thought you were still talking about Flushed Away. No, I'm talking about... You, I'm with you now. I'm with show. you. I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll give them that it probably was hard to dance on. That's unlikely to be their first concern. It's insane that we get as much of a set piece going for these halftime shows as we do at all. Like, you got to consider they're getting this thing out and built in like five minutes, mm-hmm. ten minutes. I bet they just rolled roll out the tunnel the like that. But still, that's a huge thing that you have to get set up, powered, lit, and all the audio to. Like, that's a it, it's a big undertaking that we we should not you know minimize here. It's got to be structurally sound too. There's yeah, some very very important people standing on top of it. That's true. <laughs> Snoop was Snoop was before he went on. He you know he, you get it. Yeah, I don't need to say anything. Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack was there or Pack Pack. I say Pack, but it's technically Pack. I believe. I, I wish he had a bigger part of the show. I I think I, I I'm happy he was there, got to play, but I understand why he didn't, because he's not really a traditional rapper like they are. Yeah, I love Anderson Pack though. Pack, Pack Kendrick. Just I say think both every time. 
I will. I think Kendrick had the best. I'm a little biased because I'm a Kendrick fan, but I think he had the best performance of them all. K- Kendrick had the most like coherent show, especially with like his background dancers. Like he, he seemed the, the most. Box. He seemed the most put together. Weirdly enough, Fifty Cent was second behind him oh, with his set piece and go, the people he brought go, with him. Go, go. That's that's based off his video. It yeah. was a, it was, a, it was a reference. It was so good. Go, shawty. It. I'm not gonna sing it. Don't worry. Thank you. It sort of reminded me of uh, <laughs> like what Tyler the Creator put together at the Emmys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. that the? I thought it was the Grammys. I don't know. I, I wasn't was watching. Okay. I only saw it afterwards. <laughs> it was, I believe it was the Grammys. Either way, put, cool performance, Tyler. You know, great one. Yeah. All timer. You get what I'm putting down. That's like when Kendrick performed at the Grammys. Or maybe it wasn't the Grammys. Maybe that's where we're, we're messed up. One was at the Emmys. One, I don't know why either of them would be at the Emmys. It, no, Tyler was at the Grammys, but there was a Kendrick performance the year he released. Was it Damn. at the Oscars? It might have been at the Oscars. That, and it was really good. It was definitely at the Oscars because my dad was watching it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. He played humble, I think. What'd I your know. dad think about the halftime show? Was he watching? Uh, last I doubt night? it. I doubt it. You asked? No, I don't really care to. He's not a football <laughs> fan. He doesn't care. It, weirdly enough, that this is the only professional football event that really I watch or my entire family watches. We're we're college people. Mm. I'd say it's the that most people like the one they usually only tune in for. Yeah, I mean, you know, biggest game of the year. I thought The Rock did a good job. I didn't get to see The I Rock. I was so excited that The Rock showed y'all up. Y'all didn't go back and let me see him do we, the eyebrow. We literally had to – Chris had walked out of the room, and he was indisposed for a minute. And we had to pause the TV and yell at him to get back there and come back so that he could watch The Rock eyebrow. I, I thought it was pretty awesome that right before kickoff, the only people on the field were the 22 players, the five referees, and the freaking Rock. It was <laughs> yeah. just like hype manning both teams up and wearing – weird burgundy pants he was his fit was really good i really liked what the rock showed he keeps up getting you like what the rock was cooking he keeps just getting more buff every time we see him he, yeah those fast and the furious movies got him on a regiment get out of the gym <laughs> no no no. i, I want to see what the limits of human humans are i think he's i want to see there. man-made horrors beyond my creation that's, that's what two showers a day will do to you he takes two showers a day mm-hmm. how is his skin so shiny well i mean there the, you may His not remember. Budget there, there, must be there, was, there was a big discourse on Twitter a, a while back about people who take. <laughs> he goes, "I shower." Who shower every day, and he was like, res- he was being really respectful, and everyone was like, "The Rocket doesn't know how to do Twitter. He's supposed <laughs> to be mean." <laughs> yeah. Um, did Evan McPherson not go to the locker room? He apparently he never goes to the locker room for halftime. Oh. It's just a thing he does. Chris, he didn't go Chris, to the locker room for his for his bowl game in college. Chris made a good point that. They don't have much to say to him. That's true. Go out there and kick it, bud. <laughs> Line that up. <laughs> yeah, and that was the Super Bowl. I feel like, I don't know, it, all things considered, it, Super Bowl has the potential to go very badly, and it didn't. So The yeah. halftime show made up for the commercials, I think. Fair enough. Thanks, There's Pepsi. People in people in Atlanta were, were complaining that they didn't get a show like this oh, when the Super Bowl was in Atlanta. <laughs> Who even performed in Atlanta? Travis Scott and Big Boy. Oh, oh yeah, that was the five. SpongeBob year. Big Boy was at that one? He came out in a car, didn't do anything, and then they moved on to Travis Scott. They could have had an Outcast reunion, Luda could come out, T.I., it would have been crazy. I don't think you want T.I. there. I know. Well, this was like, <laughs> four, this was like four years ago, so back then people would have wanted T.I. there. That's true. Who else could have been there? Uh, I don't know. Start naming Atlanta rappers. Like. Uh, J.I.D., the Migos could have been there. Oh, yeah. 21 could have been there. Um, there's so many. Jermaine Dupri. Bingo, bingo. What would you just say? Jermaine Dupri. 
I'm not familiar. Welcome to Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I don't know that one. I didn't know his name off the top of my head. Um, yeah. So that was the Super Bowl. Boom. Um, all around, pretty good. Uh, it wasn't. Sometimes they're bad. Like the 43 to eight one. Mm. Bad. I remember that. Um, the Broncos. Great game. Even better media circus. That's all you can ask for. I love the media circus. Larry David. I like a shared experience. We 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 we're losing them in our in increasingly compartmentalized world. Yeah. So I like when we can all sit down and do the same thing. We once have in a while. we have the Super Bowl and we have Wordle and that's what we're down to. Oh, what about Letterly? Forget no, about Letterly. No, we check are out, not talking about this right check now. Check out Letterly for a fun brain teaser. <laughs> all right, with that, we are going to get out of here for today. Thank you guys for joining the show. This has been another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. Thank you so much for listening. However you joined us today, whether that be from your radio antenna, from WeagleFM.com, or by listening to our podcast, we would like to remind you that all of our previous episodes are available as a podcast, absolutely PSA break free. On your podcast player of choice, just search for Compact Discourse. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at CDISKAU. That's at C-D-I-S-C-A-U for links to that podcast, information about the show, and important updates. You can also tweet at us to get your opinion on the show and join the conversation on Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. That's at CDISKAU. That's at C-D-I-S-C-A-U. You might want to also go ahead and follow the station on Instagram and Twitter, WEGL underscore AU. That's WEGL underscore AU. Our dedicated team of marketing professionals is working tirelessly to provide you with high-quality content for fans of the station. And with that, for Jack Hart, Davis Carroll, and Grayson Moyer, it's been another exciting episode of Compact Discourse. We will talk at you tomorrow, Tuesday at 8 a.m. We hope you have a great rest of your Valentine's Day. This is Jack Hart signing off. And as always, War Eagle, ladies and gents, have a great day and have a lovely Valentine's Day. tonight.